This is the Tana Talks podcast, where we break all of the social media rules and we just keep it real. No filters, no Photoshop, just real people having real talks. I'm your host, Montana Duran. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Tana Talks podcast. I am your host, Montana Duran. Second episode of the week. Happy Thursday. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, happy Whatever day of the week it is, if you're not, uh, it's fine. I love you still, even if it's not Thursday. Love you every day of the week. I am super committed to this two-day-a-week thing. As long as you guys keep sending in voicemails, I love it. love it so much. Or emails, um, DMs, texts, whatever you want. I'm here for it. I'm here for you guys. Love you guys so much. I want to always start off by saying thank you for listening Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you times a million, and I mean it so much. I genuinely want this to be a community of us because if you have not noticed, we got some new cover art, and if yours hasn't updated yet on whatever platform you're listening to this on, I'm very sorry because we got some new art, and let me just tell you, it happened because of the po- a power of a podcast, so I listened to this podcast called Scrubbing In, and it is a podcast hosted by Becca Tilly, Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. And Becca Tilly was on The Bachelor, even though she doesn't really like to be known for that. She and Tanya Rad is in the entertainment industry. She hosts the morning show with Ryan Seacrest and does a lot of things for like E. But she's also a known Christian. And I first found her on Chad Beach's podcast. So the fact that she won has a podcast, is in, her, in entertainment, and uh, is friends with Chad Beach, really like drew me to this girl because she's so incredible. And she's really one inspiration that's made me want to be more authentic because she's so authentic in her platforms. Anyway, so they have a podcast and they have a Facebook group for this podcast. And I just joined it. I don't know. I, I love them so much. And they really got me hooked. So I joined the Facebook group. And in the Facebook group, I just got on there and this girl like had posted that she wanted to, she had made one of these, um, like cartoon. I don't know what, it's not a cartoon. It's something very artistic that I have no idea how to do anyway. And she was wanting to practice and she was like, send me ideas. So I heavily slid in her DMs. I was like, I just made a podcast. This is something I want for the cover art. Please help. And she was like, just DM me. So I did. And literally the next day she got this back to me and I found out yesterday this girl is a mom and like has a job and is a mom and doing this on the side. And I was like so shook, but so actually humbled because it was like I just met this girl through a podcast and she got it back to me so quick. And it's literally everything I've wanted because when I started this podcast, I wanted something like this, but I didn't know how to do it because I'm very, if you know me, I have no idea how to work technology. I text all my friends constantly, like how to do stuff. Cause I have no idea. And she did it so quick because I wanted to do this podcast and have something like this, but I didn't know how. So I just did the free blank template from Canva and made it and the pink one was fine but this is so much more me and I love this girl and I tried to pay her and she wouldn't let me so I'm just gonna shout her out till I die her name's it's girl Sam on Instagram so if you have me on Instagram like go find her she's so cool she has an Etsy shop so much stuff I love it I love her um check her out and also like I don't know why every Sam I know in my life is so creative um Sam it's girl Sam that made me this cover art Sam Negro Sam wrote to 
Rotor, something from small group. And then Sam Panasuk, which is the David Dobrik of our generation. And I don't know why all my creative friends are named Sam. Maybe. I don't know. I love every person named Sam in the world. I love you all. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's just the power of the podcast. And I want that podcast has made such a difference in my life and has brought so many people together. That's what I want for this podcast. And I want this community to be that way. And so I have so many dreams and so many ideas. And so I'm just really, really, really grateful for all of you guys. And I'm never going to not be, but I want this to be a community. So I've been thinking about, you know, I don't know if this is lame, like hit me up if it is lame or hit me up if it's not lame of starting a Facebook group for this podcast. You know, we, we're we're out here. We have over a thousand listens. We're at like almost thirteen hundred. Um, so I mean we're a podcast. So should we have a Facebook group? Yes or no? Please let me know because truly I don't know. I want to be more connected to you guys. I want you guys to be more connected to each other, you know, and just be there for each other because that is the power of a podcast community. And I love you guys and I just want to say something else too. Like if you have a dream, go for it because this podcast has been a dream and the way I feel, yes, I have a full-time job and I have a lot of other stuff going on in my life, but this has been such an outlet and it's been so fun. So if you have a dream, please, I just pray that you go after it in some sort of way and we'll kind of get to that on the voicemail. So I'll just hold off on that. But you guys, I love you guys. You matter to me. You matter to God and you're so, so special. So here's today's voicemail. Hi, Tana. It's Carly Bird calling in to let you know how much I love Tana Talks and the content so far and just love coming to a place where we can connect with you and to get real about certain topics. Um, But I thought it would be a good topic to talk about as far as um, a waiting season um, you know, whether that's why and when God makes you wait in your life, um, whether that be for a job or a relationship, um, a big move, um, just that waiting season, you know, in life, um, I guess, you know, what is God trying to teach us in the meantime? So love you so much and congrats on five episodes. Okay, so first of all, I want to say thank you to Carly for that voicemail. You guys are going to love Carly. She's coming on in a few weeks. We have it scheduled, and she is a precious gem, and you're going to love her. Also, thank you for the topic. I feel like it's pertinent to a lot of people and where we're at. So with this question of waiting, it brings up a lot, and... I think that life is just a waiting game at some points because you could be waiting for one thing and then you're going to just turn around and wait for another. And also, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for that deep breath because it's probably going to sound bad. (laughs) So I think one of the first things that comes with waiting is getting a different view of time and the time table that you have. So when I was in school, I was very, very, very 
distraught and distressed about the season I was in of being in school because I felt like it was a waiting season. I felt like everybody I knew was graduated and moved on with their life, had their own places, had their jobs, were living their lives. And I was still in school for literally two more years after that because of my own choices and everything of the sort. But I was in counseling one day and my counselor goes, you have to look at time different. He said, look at California and look at New York. There is a time difference because of the time zones. And I've never understood time zones at all. It it just trips me out. I don't get it. But California is three hours different than New York. One of those is not wrong. One of them is not slower. One of them is not faster. They're in their own time zone. So they're right on time. And the same is true for all of us. So no matter what season you're in, you're there and it's your season, it's your zone, and that's where you're at. So I just want to preface this by saying that I think it's a really hard in today's society with the highlight real aspect of social media and how we can look and see everyone's life and where they're at in their career, where they're at in their family, where they're at in their relationship, where they're at physically. And you can get really discouraged of your own life because you see everyone else. But just remember, you are in your time zone. They are in some sort of waiting season for something for them and you're in your own season. So just staying in your own zone and in your own season is pertinent to the situation, guys. The next thing I want to say about time and waiting seasons is uh, they're painful. It's a painful time. And because you think that you think that it's going to be better on the other side and you think that it's so much pain and it's such a process, but uh, there's going to be some practical things I'm going to give you. You have to trust the process. I know that is so, 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 so cliche, but you have to trust the process. For me, I submit my plans to God. And one of my favorite verses is in Habakkuk and it's about writing a vision. And so to me, the first thing about being in a waiting season is you have to have a vision of where you want to go. And so this verse I'm going to read, I don't like to read verses a lot on here because like I'm not a preacher. And so I don't want y'all to come at me for my biblical knowledge. But the, it, it talks about write down the revelation or the vision and make it plain on tablets so that the runner can carry the correct message to others. For the vision is for a future time. It describes the end, and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. And that verse tears me up because it's my favorite because it kind of doesn't make sense. And it because no matter what, it's going to happen. So if it seems slow, wait because it's not going to be delayed. So even though it seems like your plans and your season is being delayed and you're in this waiting season, don't because the creator of time, God is on your side and we have such human human concepts of time that we don't understand anything besides what we know. And so we think it's late but really it's actually on time. And so a, an answered prayer of a person, let's just say it's the right person at the wrong time is still wrong or the right 
job at the wrong time is the wrong thing. So being aware of and trusting the process that God is in control of my visions and he gives me these visions and he gives me these desires and I'm going to just trust and submit to him and whatever comes my way, I'm going to put on my big girl or big boy pants and, and face it. That I think is step one. So trusting the process of the vision is very important because the vision is what you're waiting for. You know, the, the relationship, the job, the dream, the whatever you're waiting for, that's the vision. And so trusting the process that is going to happen is another thing. Um, but the waiting season is a very painful season. And I remember I'm going to tell an example because I'm sure some of you guys have been there. Um, I, have had a lot of pain in my life and I've gotten into some of it, but I haven't gotten into all of it, but I was at a really low point one Sunday evening. We, this was when we had evening church and I was walking to my car with my friends, Nicole and James, and they were, they could see that I was in pain and they could see it. And I'm the kind of person that I really want to hold it together, especially in front of my friends in a public situation. And I finally just exploded on everything. And they asked me, what do you want? And I told them. And I was like, but I just don't see it happening. And I remember crying in the middle of Atlanta. And my friend James looked at me and goes, You have got to start seeing your pain differently. You have to see your pain as purpose. And when a painful time comes to you, you have to look at it as a lesson. What are you going to teach me that I can take from this? And literally, I have not forgotten that. And that's been about two years ago. Because when you have a dream, it's going to be attacked on so many different levels. And so when you start seeing those painful things come up and you see them as a purpose, there is a purpose. I'm supposed to learn something from this to get to the very end, to where I see this season over and this waiting being paid off. You have to see that purpose inside of all that pain because a lot of people, and this is what happens to a lot of us, we get a vision, we get a dream and we want it to happen instantly but you cannot that cannot happen because if you just got everything you wanted you wouldn't know what it was like to work for it and how important that is because it means so much when you work for it not when you're just handed it and so a lot of people get into want the first sign of pain and they bow out they tap out they're nope I'm ready to go but when you really learn how to work your waiting season that is when purpose comes out of it. And so what I like to do a lot because I do love God and I believe in God and I love Jesus and I love all that, all that stuff, like love it so much. So what I try to do, and this is a very practical thing for even people that, even people that don't believe in God do this because I've literally heard it on a Netflix documentary, quote unquote, the secret to life. And it's, three things, ask, believe, receive. So you have to ask for it. 
You have to believe for it. So whatever you're believing for, believe for it. But you have to receive it. So what I like to do with that is I like to act in faith like what I'm hoping for is already so. So I like to carry myself like what I'm hoping for has already happened. So, for example, if you're looking for a relationship, okay, well, if you want that relationship, why don't you carry yourself like how you would want to act in that relationship? Why don't you date yourself? Why don't you take yourself out to a date? Why don't you take yourself and buy yourself some flowers, you know? Or if you want a different job, you know, like, let's say a lot of my friends are in Bible college and they want to be preachers, which is great. I love that. We need more preachers. They're not right now, but they carry themselves like they are. And that's awesome. So if you're a nursing major, I don't know where that came from. You act, you carry yourself like you're already a nurse, like you're already down to be helpful to people. That was just a, I don't know where that example came from. It's probably a bad one, but I hope it makes sense. I think the relationship one made more sense. Like you act, if you're seeking that out, act like you already are the girlfriend that you would want to yourself. And so I think it's very important to just change your mindset of the waiting season because a lot of people think that the waiting season is so terrible and it's so miserable and they just want to tolerate it. But that's not the kind of mindset that you have to have if you're waiting for something. You need to have the mindset of it's coming my way. Surely it's coming. And if it's not coming, something better is coming and you need to learn how to work that waiting season because I, I, I just want to let you know something that it's not an immediate process, but nothing that is worthwhile is an immediate process. You have to trust the process and know that if something comes at the right, it might be the right thing at the wrong time and that's still not the right thing. It's still a failure. So just learn how to work your season where you're at right now. And, and, and most of it is mostly mundane things like getting up, going to work, going to a workout, going to the grocery store, doing those mundane things. But in those mundane things of trusting the process, that is where the purpose is birthed. And that is where you get revelations and you get closer to those dreams and whatever you're waiting for being fulfilled Patience is very hard and we hate waiting, but your dreams are birthed in how much you want to wait. A lot of dreams die in the waiting season and a lot of people don't end up doing things because they don't give it time. But the waiting season is not wasted and there's a lot of work to be done. So... I will close with this, that the bigger your dreams and the bigger your visions are, usually the longer that you have to wait. But I will say this, surround yourself with people that lift you up and encourage you and speak life into you and your dreams and whatever you're waiting on, because that is very important. Encourage yourself, preach and speak to yourself. But most of all, just pray and seek answers. Ask for opportunities from God. Ask for favor from God. Ask for direction from God because he's there and he gave you these dreams and directions and he wants to fulfill them for you. So if you just ask for guidance, 
he's right there with you in this waiting season. It's not wasted because he's right there with you wanting to give you peace and comfort. And there's things I'm still waiting on, but I'm trying to make the most of this waiting season. And I'm just praying for all of you guys, no matter what you're waiting for and what season this is in for you, that you find peace and you find comfort and you find purpose in this season because it's not wasted. And no matter who you encounter in life, I guarantee you they're waiting on something too. And so we're we're all not alone and we can all just encourage one another in this journey that we're on. So I hope that answered your question. Thank you, Carly, for that amazing content idea. I love you guys. Send in some more voicemails, anchor.fm slash Montana Duran. And I'll see you guys again on Tuesday. Have a great rest, rest, rest of your week. I love you and I mean it.